You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, February 1st, 2007. Upcoming events. On February 16th, Strategies at Work will present the foundational seminar, Strategic Life Alignment. To find the greatest possible peace and satisfaction in life, it is essential for you to develop a sound plan for building your business career consistent with your personal life. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will challenge you to discover your personal destiny and teach you how to integrate your business life with your personal life. You will search your history and your heart to uncover the key to personal fulfillment. At the end of the day, you will understand how to release your passion in your work. The cost is $375. On Friday, March 30th, Strategies at Work will host the seminar Executional Excellence, part of the Business Transformation Series. Studies have shown that most people are only productive 69% of the time. This leads to companies topping out and not reaching world-class status. How do you break through this plateau? By executing with excellence. In this seminar, you will learn the keys to executional excellence, the right handbook, the right culture, the right people, the right customer service, and more. The cost is $225. Visit strategieswork.com and click on the events button to sign up for any of these events. The product of the month is the new seminar Building Equally Yoked Leadership Teams. Did you know that the principle of equal yoking doesn't refer solely to marriages? In fact, for any relationship or team to be successful, they must be equally yoked and that begins with understanding the C4 principle. Whether you are a sole proprietor or on a team of many, these principles will help you understand why it is critical for everyone to be pulling the right way and together. Visit StrategiesWork.com for this and other audio products. And now Dr. Chester brings us a message entitled, Over the Hill. Over the Hill is an expression that is used in corporate America today in reference to workers over 50 In some cases, the line of demarcation is as low as 40. The inference of the expression is that a person who has passed this magic time mark in life is out of date, irrelevant, and unable to keep up. As a result of this perception, we now have age discrimination laws. Notwithstanding the attempts by lawmakers to protect the older crowd, the real question is about the perception, whether it is true or false. Do older workers have a contribution to make? As a case study, consider Maria Mose. Born in Luxembourg in 1828, she was well-educated for a woman of her day. While attending boarding school in Paris, she heard a captivating lecture about the United States. In 1850, she traveled with her sister to the United States. As she learned English, she developed her teaching skills and began a teaching career. Soon her administrative and leadership skills emerged as she founded schools in several communities in the Midwestern region of the United States. In 1883, she was director of a private school. The community where she lived was devastated by a tornado. Dozens were killed and hundreds injured. Communication with a small community was cut off and there were no emergency services. The town fathers organized a makeshift effort to treat the injured. Maria and her teachers were part of this effort, which changed Maria's life and gave her a vision for the need of a local hospital. The life expectancy in 1883 was approximately 65 years. Maria was 55 at this time. 
Arguably, she was over the hill. Nevertheless, she had a vision to build a hospital to serve the community, but she had no resources and only a limited knowledge of health care. Against the odds, Maria built the hospital that no one believed she could build. Furthermore, this hospital became a world leader in health care. Doesn't sound like she was over the hill, does it? What enabled her to achieve such accomplishments during her latter years? May I suggest that she had a biblical view of aging. Rather than viewing aging as a process of becoming irrelevant, she viewed aging as a process of preparation. Her life was characterized by continuous learning and growing in wisdom. Wisdom is defined as the skill to live life. My wife is a professional educator who, like Maria, is continuously learning and growing. In her studies, she found research indicating that human physical development is not completed until about age 25. Of course, spiritual, emotional, and mental development never stop short of physical death. Therefore, it appears that the first 25 years of our life are spent largely developing physically, and the rest of life is spent developing wisdom. This view is consistent with Jesus' teaching in Luke 19.11 and following, which articulates the principle of promotion based on faithfulness. If we faithfully walk with God and steward what He has given us as we age, we should grow in wisdom and hence become more valuable. Note carefully that the predicate to gaining wisdom is to faithfully walk with God and to steward what He has given us. Maria Mose was faithful to walk with God and to steward what she was given, including the vision that she gained through the terrible tornado of 1883. Then as a result of stewarding that vision, not only did she fulfill her life purpose, but also you and I have been greatly blessed. You see, Maria's vision to build a hospital led to many advances in medical science that are in use today. In fact, it could be argued that Maria is the mother of modern hospital care today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gleanings. Be sure to listen to the next Strategies at Work podcast to hear more of Maria Moses' story and how her faith helped change the world.